Hey guys, Epidi Erikinga. That means how are you in Tamil? I learned that from a special guest that will be joining us in just a moment, who is originally from Bangalore, India. Guys, it's my first time having someone else on, and I'm so excited because it happens to be one of my dearest friends, Madhu Iyer. You may have seen her in movies, plays, runways, commercials, and maybe even at work. Thanks for making time for me, Madhu. Of course, I'm really excited to be here and to be a part of your podcast, Maury. Yeah, thank you. I'm um, so excited. People who don't know her, she is an engineer, a model, and an actress. And she was former Miss India International 2016. She is a triple threat, guys. So Madhu is here because she relates heavily on today's topic. Who out there is 30 or older and trying to live their best life as a single desi, but is getting crucified for it by our judgmental desi society? Today, we're talking about the topic of being 30 and unmarried in the desi community. Madhu, you ready to go get our cups of chai and start chatting? Yes, I'm really excited. I love chai. <laughs> I'm actually kind of nervous. Uh, interviewing you you're pretty intimidating madhu i thought i was your friend <laughs> you are but still you're so successful it's kind of intimidating is one thing but i think you're very inspiring i guess that's the better word for it did you always want to become a model actress and engineer no so uh, yeah growing up i wanted to be a model and for my parents you know i had no choice but to listen to them and became an engineer um but without which i wouldn't have been able to come to united states so i kind of you know i i thank them for making that decision for me and when i came here um you know an opportunity presented itself to become a model and i was like wow this is something i always wanted to do so why not give it a shot and i try i started doing on the side and now i have my parents blessing you know um yeah they realize how i'm passionate and so now everyone is happy <laughs> Yeah, no, good. That's that's good news. But was it tough growing up in India in terms of like getting your parental support? Yeah, I think for the most part our society is uh, especially in India coming from a very traditional family um uh, you know, there's all this norms that people have structured for you and I felt like growing up I was kind of constrained within that certain structure i had to dress up in a certain way i had to be home by a certain time i had to go to school for a certain thing and i i felt like i couldn't express myself freely right. story of all of our lives being desi huh but good news your mom is here now in connecticut she normally is living in india i remember you telling me that you actually didn't want to go back to india last year um why was that So I did go and visit my family and friends in India a couple of times after I came to United States. Um I I feel like I've obviously like grown and I've changed in some way and when I was trying to explain to them why I'm still not married um it was kind of hard for them to be able to uh see it in my way because i think people are kind of set in a way and they want things to be done in a certain way and certain time so it was very hard for me to make them listen to my side do you think that there's like an expiration date i feel like there's a lot of an expir- like i've heard a lot of people uh get cut off at some 
age, as in like you turn 30, 35, and then people just kind of discard you like, oh, she's just never getting married, or you're just about to turn 30, so then all the Masis are like, oh my gosh, let's find someone for her. Is that kind of what happened, or...? Yeah, so, I mean, there was a period where I had cousins, right, who were older than me, who were younger than me. And uh, when there was a period where my younger uh, cousins were getting married, everyone was kind of panicking. And now I'm the only cousin, female, who's left, who's still unmarried. So they're like, oh my God, is Madhu ever going to get married? Has she decided to stay as a spinster? I mean, um, I I can understand where they are coming from. I guess, you know, there's a a lot of good things when when you are getting married by a certain age, right? I mean, there's a health factor in it. And obviously for women, there's this biological clock factor in it. So I understand where they come from. But what I think where it kind of affects me is it's not, you know, if that's your priority, you know, go to go to college, uh, you know, graduate, get married. If that's your priority, then that's great. But, you know, everyone has different dreams and different goals for them to work on in their lives. So... Um, I just felt like it was kind of being forced upon without understanding what my dreams and what my goals are. So that's where we kind of had to differ. But yeah, I, I definitely can, I see where they're coming from and I kind of agree to an extent. Oh, I understand. I nicely put, I wouldn't have thought about it like that um, too much. Just, just because when I have my own dreams and if someone's trying to stump me in my dreams, I would kind of turn a blind eye. So. Thank you for sharing the other side of that. Um, The other question that I had was, how is your mom taking the fact that you're not married now? Are you dating anyone or are you seeing other people? Are you seeing basic people? Like, what are you up to? So uh, my mom, because my parents, they still live in India, they kind of, they're like the direct hand who have to answer everyone. So they are facing a lot of, Uh, peer pressure than me being here so uh, definitely that peer pressure is a big factor and I think from her point of view she's more worried about oh I just want you to be with someone who can take care of you Um, because I don't have any family here she want to make sure I I am with someone if something happens to me if I'm sick you know you know she can be she can feel some relief that there's someone who's going to take care of her um, but other than that, I think they do understand, um, you know, the career that I've chosen and how aggressive I am going after my dreams. So they're doing okay. It's just, you know, they have to answer a million of other people and that just gets to them sometimes. So let's go back to that original question. Are you dating anyone, Madhu Ayer? <laughs> Yes, I am uh, actually dating someone very special. I've always been like very open-minded about not just restricting to my culture. Um, I feel like, you know, I, I've kind of, you know, Americanized a little bit and I like this culture. I see the positive in all different cultures, right? It's up to you to make off, you know, to make what you want with it. So yeah, he's not Indian. Oh, wait, what? Hold the phone. (laughs) I know. I think uh, it's going to, you know, freak out my family, but I'm sure they will understand. I think end of the day, you want to find someone who is more compatible with you, not being defined by culture or race or any of that for that matter. I agree with you. I agree. Well, congratulations. Actually, now that we're talking about it, guys, I've actually met this guy and he's awesome. 
So good job, Madhu. <laughs> um, you remind me of one of the people that I really look up to, um, Priyanka Chopra. He did the same, well, she did the same thing. Um, do you kind of relate to her in terms of this a little bit? Or can you imagine her being on the platform that she's on, uh, going through that? Like, um, I would go back and look at the YouTube videos of their wedding. Like, uh, if you guys don't know who Priyanka Chopra is, she's an actress from uh, India. And she also just recently got married to a singer from America, Nick Jonas. And uh, he's pretty famous here, too. So when they got married... Um, that was a huge thing because most people were like, the, actually, they see people themselves were like, huh, that won't last, that won't last. And it just sucked seeing all the negativity towards their marriage when really um, our culture and religions and stuff tell us to bless marriages, not give them like the the nazar, right? Like the, the bad eye kind of thing. So the evil eye. So uh, when you meet the right person, you know it. And so. it doesn't have to be from the same culture to understand your culture. And as a matter of fact, he can eat more spicy food than I can. <laughs> I can attest to that. We tried to have a spicy margarita, right? At Bar Taco, guys. And I couldn't down mine. And this guy downed his and then downed mine. So props to you, dude. Um... I wish you guys all the luck, but I guess going back to the questions here, um, did you, before I guess you met this guy, did you go through any any issues or how, like, did the did you get any uh, judgment from the people that are already living in America? Like I get it back in like home, in our home countries, like yeah. there's a lot of judgment there, but being unmarried here, did that affect you at all? Because I, I want to have friends from, you know, our community, people here, uh, to have that connection, to celebrate the same festivals, to speak in the same language. I, you know, I do need that connection. But I was still surprised to see how people um, still value, carry the same traditional values, even after living for years over here, um, which I didn't mind, which is a good thing. You know, you still need to, you know, stick to your roots, and that's great. But when I had to do that movie, my first movie, which is The Face Beneath. Uh, people warned me that if uh, people saw that movie at my work, they would fire me or guys would never want to marry me because I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'll am i be filming in that movie. So I, that was kind of shocking to me. Or even when I had to buy a house, they were like, oh, why are you buying a house? Or, you know, just get married someone and then the guy can buy the house. And I was like, no, you know, these are things that I want to do it by myself and I don't really need a Man. You've been an inspiration to so many people. Like, I, I don't know about people out there, but for me, just in general, um, for those of you who are listening, me and her actually used to be roommates back in the day. And I would literally watch her with awe. I looked up to her heavily. We used to work at the same company, too. So I really looked up to her. Um, I have never met another woman who was juggling everything that she was. On top of that, she had her own home, and she was... And with no like I guess blood family around she had created for herself like a family of friends around her but to see her do so well and wake up every day and hustle was really cool because people talk about being independent and you know they, people can talk up a lot but she was actually like walking in what she wanted to do and that was a huge inspiration for me so thank you for doing that you know, we had some pretty wild nights staying together. <laughs> we really <so>. did. <laughs> I just, you know, it just, it just blows my mind that people can be so fixated on things that don't like really matter at the end of the day. 
married or unmarried, like I, you're a great person. So yeah, I would say this though. It's not like a trick or anything. I would say, if don't be afraid of you know worrying so much about what other people are going to think about you. But if you go after it and if you become successful, right, the same people who, you know, who didn't want you to do this, they would be your number one supporter, you know, once you become successful. I don't know. I think that, like, there's a lot of people struggling out there um, and not everyone has the means or has the ability to speak up and say anything because doing that they can get hurt be or some people are actually forced into marriage very young too so like for those people do you think it's harder on women actually than it is on men yeah i think there's a lot of factors that come into play uh women getting married so young i mean first of all a is a biological factor and then there's also this dowry system right um i mean i'm sure in arranged marriages in india it's still prevails so um, the longer the woman the older the woman gets the more money have to go into dowry so they want to marry you off as young as as young as they can I mean we're talking about a country where there are still child marriages that I mean uh, UNICEF I think um, in 2017 they came up with like 17% of girls who are under 18 were being married Right, so there's like a lot of different factors that goes into play. It's just crazy, just because it's normal. You say that to someone here in America and say, go up to a 17-year-old, 15-year-old, and get them prepared for marriage. Like that's a whole another episode on another day. Like if we want to talk about like young marriages, but I mean, going back to um, my own grandma was married at probably 14 years old, barely finished middle school. And she was married off, had 10 children, and which is, I guess, for the time, it's, it is what it is. But um, as more opportunities are placed in our lives, education opportunities and um, ability to like move and just know better, I think as a society, we should kind of band together now and provide women with education and just the knowledge so that they, you know, they don't have to rely on getting married uh, at a certain age or at a, cer a certain person to achieve anything. Like, I think the same power a man has, a woman has too, and they can become successful regardless. Uh, but you do need the tools for that. I mean, literally, I think in 29, they established a child marriage restraint act to stop uh, child marriages. That's, that's, all, that's crazy. Like, um, what I've seen is that the mentality of being unmarried and being over 30 like that that mentality kind of came over basically with our parents or our immigrant aunts uncles it's just move, moved over here so do you think that that should kind of we should learn to put it aside a little bit that mentality or do you think it's still okay to think like that yeah i think it you know, um, nothing should be like forced to a big group of like, oh, a woman should be married by 25. You know, I feel that every, everyone, it's very personal and it depends from individual to individual. If, you know, if that's your dream to get married after your college, then that's great. It's perfect for you. But, you know, some people might want to do different things. And also I'm not saying, oh, you cannot you know, go after your dreams after you get married. You know, it again depends on your partner, 
how both are willing to uh, be supportive of each other. So anything is doable. I just think everyone should do it on their own pace. It's not, for me, it's not about getting married at the right time. For me, it's more important to get married to the right person. That's the big thing. Also, statistically, 50% of marriages end in divorce. So compatibility is so important, regardless of race, religion, and whatever your age, it just, I don't think it matters anymore. Um, doesn't that give you like anxiety though? Doesn't that give, doesn't that make you feel like, like shit? Life, I was like, okay, by, by 24 or 22, I want to be married. By 26, I want to have my first kid. By 30, I want to have this and that. It didn't work out that way, but that's kind of what was ingrained into me. So I had to learn to take a step back because I was driving myself crazy just wanting to make sure everything was in place. Did you experience anything like that? Were you? Uh, yeah, definitely. I do. I did feel that kind of pressure, especially when you see all your um, classmates getting married and having kids. It kind of freaks you out. I'm like, is there anything wrong with me? What's going on here? But then uh, you just have to let things happen at its own pace. Yeah. So if there's one thing that you want the listeners to take away from today's episode, what would that be? I would say uh, go after your dreams, follow your passion, do all the things that you want to do. Uh, don't let anyone pressure you um, and don't be afraid to dream big. You know, you can do and be anything that you want to be and if you have the talent and worked hard for it. Great advice. Thank you. All right, guys, that is all the time we have today. Thank you, Madhu, again for joining me. I love that um, I was able to share this topic with you a little bit. But like always, you guys follow me at Chai Chat with Mori on Facebook and Instagram for exclusive content. And guys, make sure you hit the follow button on the Podbean app to get the latest and greatest updates on my new podcast episodes. I love you all. Till next time. Shukriya, dhunnabad, and thank you guys for listening. And if you guys want Madhu to come back for some more topics, let me know. She's been awesome. Thanks again for having me, Mari. Um, so if you guys have any questions, uh, you know where to find me. Um, hit me up through Chai Chat with Mari. I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.